You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Word! I almost died, Manus. Why? What do you mean? Yeah, I almost died. Listen to this. Listen to this, Manus. I haven't really told anyone. But now I'm going to reap all the benefits of the sympathy that you can provide me. Huh? Yeah, I almost died. Well, first you should just be like, thank God you're here. I am. I'm very thankful that, that you're here. Yeah. I'm always thankful that you're here. Yeah. So but now, now you're gonna now you're gonna scare me a little bit. Well, no. So listen to this. So Heidi and and I am branching. I, I'm segueing into another part of our conversation here. But Heidi, I can't even believe I'm saying this, is a huge Dolly Parton fan. Yes. Dolly Parton's fantastic. Okay. Well, she's a huge fan. So. She has Nicole get us these like crazy VIP Dolly Parton tickets. All right. Yes, because she's touring this coat of many colors that my mama made for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes, that. Exactly that, that. Yes. And so I'm already like, okay, you know, I don't really, I don't like country music. Yeah, okay. It's not my thing. Yeah. So, but I, but it's like my friend Ashley is going and our friend Justin is going and they're crazy fans too. And in all fairness, like I'm kind of like, and I don't worry, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, dish on Dolly quite the opposite, but I just need to set this up the right way. Okay. okay? All right. So I'm, I'm like, myself. all right, I'd rather, you know, in truth, like I would rather be dead. Not that there was anything, is anything wrong with Dolly Parton. And as I'm about to get into in a minute, quite the contrary. But with that said, I was like, oh my God, what are we doing? You know, like, why are we going to see Dolly Parton? I just, and I don't, as I said, I don't, I wasn't raised with country music. It's not my thing. So, with that said, <laughs> why is that not a surprise? Oh my god, it all sounds like this. I just, it's not. Someone shot my dog. It's not for me. That's not my thing. It's not that way. No, no. And and uh, and my mom, as much as I love her, uh, the, she raised me with horrible music, but it wasn't country. It was like. Oh, I'm going to make so many people angry. Yeah, let's just can, put it this way. You know, the country Easy audience. Easy listening. No, no, no. It wasn't country. She didn't raise me with country. It was bad. It was probably worse. It was easy listening. Like, like soft, relaxing. Hits. Cliff Richards. Okay. Air Supply. Okay. You want, you oh, know. Mandy. <laughs> and I, I have a strong yeah. aversion to anything that smacks of the 70s. I hate 70s music. Disco. It makes me want to just, I retch when I hear disco. 
wretch, hate it. And it's it's like the only kind of like I don't like country. I loathe disco. Okay. I hate it. Gotcha. So that's pretty clear. I don't really like yeah, anything of that era <laughs> is not for me. Like anything seventies, early eighties, unless it's punk. You know, or, or like classic, like rock and roll, like the old school, fun kind of Joan Jett, Pat Benatar, Blondie. And then you get into like the Plasmatics and like the Dead Kennedys and all the old punk Black Flag. I like all that stuff. I can't do the. Anyway, we're going to this concert. I get talked into it, and everyone's like, "You have to see her. She's amazing. She's amazing." And I don't want to go. Right? We go. To, I'm like, "Take your sister." Take your sister because, you know, Heidi's twin and she's like, no, she's with the baby, blah, blah, blah. I tried everything to get out of it. And it was, you never do what I want to do. Always do what you want to do. You don't ever try to do what I want to do. Blah, blah, blah. So I go. So anyway, we're we're uh, we go to dinner. We drive into the city and we go to dinner and we decide to leave the car there because she's performing at the Hollywood Bowl, which is like, oh, my God, Janice. Have you tried? Have you ever seen the parking at the Hollywood Bowl? I like, have. I you need a tank to get out. Like, they don't double park you. They like quintuple park you. They will li- literally put your car in the center of a parking lot and then just stack St- cars. And that's the <laughs> VIP parking. Yes, that's stack cars like from every angle. Really? They'll put cars on top of your freaking car if they need to. Like, you'll never get out. You'll never ever leave. Like, you'll age a decade. In that parking at the bowl. So I'm like, okay, we're going to leave the car at the restaurant. Then we'll Uber. Good idea. To the bowl. Very good. Right? So we get in the Uber. We call an Uber. And do you put your seatbelt on in the back of a a taxi or an Uber? Uber, yes. Taxi, no. Really? No. And Manus? Uh, It depends on the distance. Okay. Well, you know, supposedly accidents happen like within one mile of your destination but or or home or whatever oh no so so listen to this so we we get in the car and we you know i'm in the back it's a suburban so i'm in this the very back and then there's another seat right in front of us and three of my friends are there and no one's buckled and my friend ashley's sitting in the middle and i don't know why i just never put my seatbelt on in the back of a cab or in the back of i don't know why so we're talking and we're talking about my friend Justin and his new like line of hair care products and Ashley's a publicist and she's like talking to him about it and all of a sudden, you know, and she's like, well, you can do a certain amount of, and then she's like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And I'm like, she's having a seizure. I'm like, Justin, get your wallet and put it in her mouth. Like, I don't know what's happening to her. And I, I look up and maybe we're going 70 miles an hour on the freeway and Literally, I look up and maybe 20 feet in front of us is a completely stopped car. And in that moment, I had that moment where like normally if I get in a near miss accident, you don't even have a moment to think. You just are like swerve, slam on the brakes, whatever. In this moment, I literally just put my head down, shut my eyes and I was like, okay. Like I was positive. That was it. I'm like, we're dying. We're dying. It's done. It's over. And I, like, I'm so sure that we died. I don't even know how to, I had fully reconciled it in my mind. Like, I was like, this is it. Okay. And the only thing, of course, that is so upsetting to me is it was me and Heidi, which is the kids. But you're like, all right, like, this is going down. It's happening right now. He swerves into the other lane. It's a Saturday night in Los Angeles. You know how packed the highway is. 
at 70, just whoo, doesn't even look, just swerves us into the other lane. Hits no one. Hits no one. How did he hit no one? How? How did he hit no one? How? Five-star Uber rating. Oh my, well, I mean, uh, Jake, how did he? And, and like, you know, I would say the complete opposite. Well, that's funny. Really? That's exactly what Heidi Heidi I wanted say, to give him a bad kidding? rating. And and he was on his phone. His phone had rang, and we didn't know we weren't paying attention. Oh, zero star. He was on his phone, and and so he like. Oh my! But God. what shocked me so much? So a my lesson to you is, oh my God! I don't know why I would have taken that for granted. Put your seatbelt on always. I don't know why I don't do that. Put your seatbelt on always, 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 always. If you're, especially if you're, you know, driving or a passenger. But in that moment, and here's what's kind of interesting is like, have you ever felt like there's this theory, um, and I, I'm going to try not to get too like out in the middle of the ether here, but have you ever heard the Schrodinger's cat theory? Well, we talked about that. Right. The cat's dead and alive, right? At the same time. So theoretically, like until you observe a situation, if the, you know, it's a quantum physics theory and theoretically, if something can go left or right, the universe splits into two parallel universes and plays out in in both ways. And there've been times where I'm like, I'm in the wrong universe, but it's because I was like, no, 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 no. This worked out. This this worked out. I got pulled into the wrong universe. But never once have, has it happened to me where I was like, oh, I died. I for sure died. And I got, it like went the other way. Like, I'm telling you, there had to have been a guardian angel because we should have been dead. We should have been dead, Janice. I, well, I, I believe in guardian. I mean, I, tr- I, I full I out believe in guardian angels. I don't. But I mean, dude, we should have been dead. I don't know if it was me. I don't know what it was. But it definitely gave me some perspective on kind of like, okay. You know what I what I what I take for granted, and you know why I wasn't buckled up, and and which is really weird of me not to do because I am pretty careful now that I have kids. Although I wasn't like for myself, I for some reason wasn't scared. I don't like pain, but I was like, okay, like I immediately was like, for some reason I was like, this is gonna happen. This is it. And I you know spent all this time with like life insurance policies for scenarios. You're like, this is never gonna happen. And it like there's Heidi and I and you know life islet trusts for the kids on the policies and I've spent so much time dealing with that stuff and you're like Ugh, I'm wasting all this time it's never gonna happen and wow I mean so if if anything I would say really mother of God pre- prepare because I, it it sure can and in in the blink of an eye and nobody wakes up and goes today I'm gonna die in a car accident but people do all the time and it was me and Heidi in the car. So if you have any affairs, you need to get in order. Get them in order. You know, it's interesting. There's a there's a great ad campaign that's going on up in Canada, and and, and that's a thing. And it's about no one no one no one plans to have a heart attack today. No one plans to fall off a ladder right? today. Yeah. And you kind of just go and you. It, it's a it's a really well done. I don't know if it's for work safe or whatever it's for, but it's so well done because you're right. You wake up, and what I find interesting. I didn't is think that I was dying that day. At the moment. There's a couple of things I find really fascinating about this conversation. At the moment, you just went. I did. I was like, okay. Because you know what? You have no control. I don't know where. Yeah. And which so is it, so it, unlike me. Because so many people fear death. And when you're fa- and there you were faced with tr- truly. Oh, faced I for with sure it. was like, we're done. Because we were flying at the back of this car. None of us had our seatbelts on. And I was like, and I, I'm like, this isn't playing out well. Like I saw the jaws of life. I saw the whole thing. I was like, okay, you know, all right. 
And I, and it just, I was like, my friend Ashley's going to die for sure. I wonder, we're probably going to die. This is definitely, this is life altering right now. Yeah. What else is interesting, though, is Crazy. you talk about the guardian angels is you don't know because because I believe that. But you don't know whose guardian angel was taking care. That's of. the thing. I was so, like, I don't know if that this you, one was for me. You could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you could have been you you could have been just riding posse on someone's uh, guardian angel. That, so, dude, I was like, that's the thing. But it, yeah. it, it, it definitely I thought about that because I was like, OK, might not be mine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but all other, right. Okay, the other thing is, here's the argument. And this is why I know that a lot of cities are having trouble allowing Uber to come in. <sighs> right. Man. There's big fights, huge fights with the cabbies and, the you know, but there's an exa- I'm sorry, but how you you are. And this is nothing against Uber. I'm glad people are trying to make money in this world. I but, love Uber. But but because in L.A., we don't have public transport. True. So it's but it, but it, but what gives what gives that person the right the fact and and that's why and I think we have to be vigilant and saying put your GD phone down. I you know Mama we weren't paying attention. I know that's you know which what? is another part of that conversation, which is another part of that conversation. It's like there are times in life where you give everything over. Uh, or me, I'll speak about myself, and we've talked about this. We're all completely micromanage a situation. Or I completely let control go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the answer is definitely in the middle. Like, you definitely have to be checked in wherever you can be. You're right. Put the phone down. Which is kind of, it's kind of a crappy way that we have to live now. To me. Dude. It is. Because you can't can't just let go. No, you You cannot. You have to always be looking around. Yeah, you do. And that's life. And it sucks. But that's it's it that's life. And you could say it's negligence, you could say it's human error, it's an honest mistake. It doesn't matter. You you have to. You know, the worst things in, in life have, have happened to me when I have relinquished control, whether it's a business manager, <laughs> an Uber driver, mm-hmm. an attorney. And and it's not to say like oh you can't trust anyone, but it it, it is saying like you do have to be switched on. You yeah. do have to be proactive with a lawyer, a business manager, a doctor, a trainer, an attorney. You know, no one is going to take care of you and your family the way you are. Now tell me before you finish the story. Ugh. Okay, so he swerves. Swerves. He's in the other lane. What was the conversation? I didn't speak for about forty five seconds. Yeah. I couldn't talk. My friends were talking. And they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Whoa, oh, my God, whoa, we almost said, whoa. And I couldn't, for about 45 seconds, couldn't talk. The driver kisses his cross, hanging off of his mirror. Oh, you're kidding No, me. I swear to God. And oh I kind of didn't, like, I was on another planet for for a hot minute. Um, we got out, we walked to the concert and I looked at my friends and I'm like, and I literally said, I'm like, are we dead? Like, I, I was just so, Oh, sure. I was like, are we? And we're just like, we're just continuing on with our night. Yes. And I was like, like lost, like we're in purgatory. I'm like, are we dead? I'm like, because somewhere in another universe, there's a whole, we are not, there's a whole different reality playing out right now. And it isn't this one. And I was like, and I saw it. And that doesn't happen to me very often. Like I saw it play out. Yeah. And I, I mean, it just, it, you know, and everyone was like super grateful, but it was weird. It definitely, you know, uh, it was weird. And I, I, it just, so I think that's the, you know, 
don't take anything for granted. Stay checked in. Put your seatbelt on. Pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Put your seatbelt yeah. on. And, you know, and then what I will just say about Dolly, and, and um, this is, I, I have to tell you, and this is a totally separate subject matter, but I, uh, upon arriving at this concert, I've never seen the Hollywood Bowl so packed. Not ever. Not in my not life. Not even for the sound not, of music sing-along. <laughs> dude. Not ever. Really? No. And and I mean, I've never seen, other than the fact that everyone was white, which is always a little bit disturbing. However, I have never, there was such a, beyond ethnicity, I've never seen a crowd so diverse. Mm. Steers and queers, uh, freaking old and young, hipsters in flannel, uh, you know, with people from Indio, you know, like in cowboy boots, gay men in high heels. I, I've never, and I was like, this is... What is it about her? And what a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a lovely lady. I think that's part of it is like there's a there's definitely an, an inherent like self-effacing humor um and a and a and a goodness like she's she's inclusive of yeah. all hence your coat of many colors, right? With like Gay, straight, black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever, Native American. She's very loved. But you can see why. And I thought to myself, like, in a day and age where most young kids, millennials, don't really know stuff that came before, they really don't. I mean, I've had conversations where my little sister doesn't know Vogue by Madonna. And she's like, well, that was before my time. I'm like, well, the Beatles were before my time, Lauren. And so was Ella Fitzgerald. But... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so is Sammy Davis Jr. And so is, you know, it, but I, I'm like, I, I, but I, but I know the music. So is Mozart, girl. You know, and it, it's just, I find that, like, it's a very different, but like, she is, I couldn't believe it. And I thought, what a testament to her message and her voice and her energy. Um, I was really blown. I don't, I still don't like country music, but I, her, and her energy and her staying power and her, I just don't, how it's 70, yeah. 70 years old, do you pack the bowl and not with 70 year olds? Yeah. I know. It, 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 she, uh, but she's one of those, she, that is a rare artist. I, oh, I yeah. It, that, that is so rare. I was stunned. Yeah. Stunned, Manis. I know. She so, just touched so many. And, she and has. Like, I mean, what a t- I, I want to understand how. Well, you can start to take it apart. There's, you're right. I mean, I think you said half of it—the longevity, uh, the How? fact her music, her, be, and I think because her music speaks to to so many levels. How I, I heard it? Oh, Applejack, 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 Applejack. I didn't get it at all. I mean, I look. Oh, no, well, she's, she's a songwriter though. Yes, too. and she's brilliantly talented. And like a lot of people, and she you plays, don't know. Well, she wrote. Are you ready for this? This is how stupid I am. All of a sudden, she busts out. I will always love you. Yes, that's her. And I go, oh my god, she's singing that Whitney Houston song. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, she wrote that song. Whitney yeah. Houston sang, and I was like, oh, she did. I didn't even know, you know, because it's not my kind of music. You know, I'm ashamed to say it's not my kind of music. But, but it was one of the biggest power ballads, of, dude, of, probably of all time. I, I yeah, think, yes. Know. Yeah, and and she played the violin, the saxophone, oh, the guitar, the banjo. I was blown away. I mean, she's obviously, quite honestly, I think she's a she's a musical, she's a musical genius. Oh, she is. Which you wouldn't know until you see her, and you're like, oh my god. She wrote all these songs and she plays all these instruments 
And I mean, it's kind of amazing. Guess whose holiday? I know where you're going for your next holiday. You and Heidi and the kids. No, she's been there already. Dollywood. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Okay. Oh hell, oh, right. hell no. All right, never mind. You you got you I've got been out there, of that I'm one. Good, no. <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm good. I did my. I did my. You did your doll. I did. The, yeah. Okay. There's so many paths to finding your family story. But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from. It can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from. And now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Gave it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. You're making fun of my outfit with your eyes right now. Are you wearing my Kmart pants? I am wearing your Kmart pants. They're now Walmart pants. So you know. Yeah, so you switch. So you're you're switched over to switch a lot of moves. Wow. Yeah, Kmart dude is having major credit problems. They're having major credit problems. And the thing of it is, like, I so want to be cool. Like, I really do. I really want to be cool and like do a deal with like Bandier and make super awesome clothes that I like to wear. I went down that path before. And you sell an eighty dollars sweatshirt, people want you dead. It's not. It's just not my brand. No, I, I can't know. do it. Just, yeah, I, I can't do it. So you know, I have to be in a business where I can literally sell things to people they can afford. Absolutely. And that's that puts me in like a you know that puts me in the Walmart world, and you know it just I can't. That's my audience is not a wealthy. I'm not a Kardashian. You know, my audience doesn't have money like that. And um, yeah, so we switched over to um, Walmart because Kmart, the credit is a, is a huge problem because the clothes are all made. It's bizarre. I don't understand how it works, but like the the person who made the company that makes the clothes and I, I don't know, it's complicated, but we, yeah, we're at Walmart. 
Ball at Walmart.com. Anyway, that's not what this is about. A new study, which I don't understand, pokes a hole in the idea of healthy obesity. I can't understand the study. It was in the Huffington Post. Um, but basically, uh, the, the guy is, is studying genes and can you be healthy and obese and all this stuff. And, and the only reason I bring it up is I can't understand the study. But uh, I bring it up because it's something that I get asked a lot. Can't you be... Oh, heavy and healthy. Happy. Yes. Um, and I, I, I usually say 99% of the time, no. And the only time that I would really make an exception to that rule is if you were heavy but actively losing weight for quite some time. Okay. So, for example, let's say you were a Biggest Loser contestant and you started at 400 pounds and you've been losing weight for two months and now you're 250 pounds but you're still 70 pounds overweight. You're 70 pounds overweight, but I bet if I took that, well, I know for a fact, if I took that contestant to the doctor, they'd be at that point, right? Let's say they lost 150 pounds and they'd been working out for two months. I Those guys could run a freaking 10K. They're more fit than most of the, you know, healthy weighted or, 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 or people who are not overweight. Right. They're more athletic. Um, and in, in their blood sugar is rock solid. They're off all their medications. They're this, they're that because they are actively losing weight. They've been training and engaging in healthy behaviors. So they have excess fat on the body, but they've, they've been gradually, um, oh God, how do I, uh, getting their biochemistry back in place, right? Like their insulin levels have come down. They reverse their their type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, they lower their blood pressure. So so that's the only instance I could ever really give you. And often when people are overweight, they're generally just overweight and they're overweight because they're eating bad food and they're not working out. So the only exception, in my opinion, would be a person who is still heavy, but actively losing. Okay. Makes sense, man? Yes, it does. You do get asked that question a lot. All the time. But but that I that one and the one is which one's more important, food or fitness, which we I think answered on we another had, show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I get that all the time. All the time. And you know what else I was reading? I'm gonna get in so much trouble for this. But I can't Oh my god. Should I pre apologize uh, apologize to G now? No, it's like paleo. Ugh. <laughs> Has anyone ever read this diet? Anyone? So, like, the reason I say this... Oh, God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. So, okay. Okay. How do I do this in a way that's manageable here without getting well, why everyone... why do we need to worry about the Because they to... come out of the woodwork, and then it's like, are you done, bitch? Yeah. Just like... Another, this is a lifestyle another, that another these group people that's, believe that's in. super intense. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like attacking someone's religion. Okay. Um, well, that's been oh done my before. God. So, yeah, but I try not to do that. But it, it it involves your... Okay. So so we're relaunching JillianMichaels.com. We're doing this app, right? This super intense app. And, you know, as I said, you can, you can... I can design a workout for you on the fly. You can pick a workout program I designed. And it's all dynamic. So you could say, I want a 10-minute workout. I want it to be on abs. Um... And I'm an intermediate level athlete and it will populate based on the moves. Right. And then I've already put in defaults. Like I need an easier move. Boom. It like defaults to this. I want harder. Boom. It goes to that. So 
it's all very intense. But in they said, you know, we want you to create meal plans to go with it. People sell these meal plans. And it's not like a, a book. It's like literally eat this on this day. Here's a simple recipe, you know, 15 recipes for breakfast, 15 recipes for lunch, 15. And you put it all together with shopping lists and all that. So it's brainless for people, right? Okay. So I, I, my diet is omnivore. That's just what I call it, right? Omnivore. Like watch your calories, use common sense with your food choices. I just find it's the most sustainable omnivore. And you don't feel too restricted. You know, it's, it's like you watch your calories, you use common sense. It's, it's more livable for the average person, myself included. Then there's vegan. And I, I had to do people are vegan. For religious reasons, for ethical reasons, they're vegan. So I worked with um, a, a vegan chef named Megan Marlowe, who's awesome. Who I'm, I'll actually have on the podcast one day because I was like, "Look, you gotta, you really gotta help me here. Like, how do I, how do I create a program for like, I need for athletes? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like LeBron James, I think is vegan. Um, and so I, I worked on that. Then I went to Paleo, and I was like, okay. I got to do one for paleo gluten-free. And I was like, all right, I really need to understand it. It's, have you tried to research it? Like, read it. Read the, go Google it. Well, we've, and talked, one thing we've they, talked about it before. It's from the, from the but not dark that, ages. Not that, well, theoretically, right? It's like, oh, supposedly this is what the cavemen ate. Which, yeah. by the way, is not true. Which, you know, sci- ar- archaeologists have said, like, this is absolutely not true. Like, you know, they they modeled apes and it was starches and barks and this and that, whatever. But besides that, right, look for, look and try to find out what's on the diet. I'm like, I just need a yes list and a no list just to try to understand it. Sometimes fruit's allowed. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes nuts are allowed. Sometimes they aren't. Then there are things called pseudo, like made up words, pseudo grains, like quinoa and amaranth. And they're like, oh, you know, so in the book, apparently the paleo diet, the author said, oh, um, the saponins in quinoa are an- listen, anti-nutrients, okay? And an anti another, I mean, it may, and, it, and it's, it's, it causes inflammation, and I'm dying writing this. Then they're like, well, some paleo people do pseudograins, some don't. I'm like, what is the rule? Do you or don't you? Do you do? We don't do dairy, but we do do full-fat butter. So I'm like, okay, what is the, what is the logic? Oh, lactose lactose is but we do butter i'm like okay then it's like oh we don't you know but we were really worried about insulin but honey is okay and maple syrup is okay and i'm like it's the same insulin impact like what are you it's i it's all i can't i cannot extrapolate for the life of me i'm not kidding and then one is like no 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 nuts in moderation and then it's, I'm like, well, quinoa is technically a seed you eat seeds or are we calling it a grain it's technically hemp well, hemp is a full protein, but there's no, but we eat flax. There's no, like, real rule. Because okay. it's, it's, it's also not just, like, sometimes nuts. It's only some nuts. Like, peanuts are off limits. Peanuts almonds are, are okay. considered legumes. It's, oh, my God. And, it, like, and I stopped to think about this. Like, when you're writing a diet, there's usually, whether it's true or not, okay, I'm, it's the blood sugar diet. And so anything on the glycemic index that falls here, we're not eating. And this is why, right? So I'm like, okay, you talk about insulin, and yet you don't want people to eat quinoa because of I can't even fit, the saponins, which it, it, which all the studies will show you that that actually quinoa is an anti-inflammatory grain, 
And then it's like, but it's, but you can have honey because it's found in nature as a caveman, but you can't have like a certain kind of fruit. It, it's all, oh, I cannot, I swear to God, I've read every diet under the sun. I literally was like, this is nuts. Like a regular person trying to figure this out. It's all over the place. Okay. It's all over the place. And then the, it'll turn around and be like, well, it's about insulin, but honey's okay because you can find it in. I'm like, what are the rules? Is there a rule? Like, what are the rules? It's like a movie where you're positing a theory, but there are no rules. Do you know? Like, like Star Wars. These are the rules of yeah. the force. Okay. What are the rules of your diet? It's freaking all over the place. Oh, my God. It's killing me. It's killing me. And so I, why do you have to write about it then? Because you you have to still go, you know what? <sighs> there are there are people who who are who need who want this diet. And I'm trying to work within the confines where I'm like, okay. You know, and it, and it, and it's like I so saw you just you're like I'm I'm sitting there going, I'm I'm pulling out quinoa recipes, which is crazy. But I'm doing it because that's it's what someone wants. But why do you have to if you don't believe in it, why do you have to <sighs> placate Because some- I'm trying to go, all right. You know, my job is to meet people's needs, right? I need to make it work. It's almost like saying, Oh, you don't have a hundred dollars for organic groceries? Well, screw you. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like if they're vegan, then I, I, I need to go, all right, you know what? Yeah. I worked with, you know, a registered dietitian and a chef and like here's my this is how I think you can do this diet in, in the most healthy way. If you're paleo, this is this is how I would do this diet in the most healthy way. But you, the even just trying to extrapolate the rules is crazy. It's all it's like a little bit of the it's a little bit of like the glycemic index, but then it's a little bit of like Atkins, but then it's a little bit. It's all over the place. I, I can't, I'm telling you, I've never seen how, how something that's so kind of, and I think it's just people like, love the cave, yeah, sounds good. Eat like a caveman. It must sound good. Because the science behind it, I, I can't, right. I can't, I can't figure it out. And then it's like, well, we don't eat. One of my best friends, she's like adamant about this diet and so is her boyfriend. And like they, the way they tried to explain it to me when I asked what was so good about it and they kept talking about how it is, it enables your body to do the best performance it possibly can. Based on what? Based on what? Based on what? Which is bullshit. What is, what are you performing? Go. Can't say it. <laughs> it makes you crazy. So, so they're also avid CrossFitters, and you see this diet a lot with, with CrossFitters. CrossFit, yeah. So it's like you get just the cult a, of CrossFit. Right, you get just enough fat that your body can burn off without storing extra, and then it goes into your other where it is like that stored is the in your biggest body. crock of baloney. Oh, and that's another one. That's another one. They're like, well, you don't need to count calories on paleo because. The foods are so nutritious and satiating that um, you don't have to count calories. I read that somewhere uh, on like a paleo leap or something. And I was like, okay, a bear technically eats paleo. Bears can pack on mad quantities of fat. If we're really going to look at the concept of paleolithic, there were periods of famine based on seasons where food was less scarce. So genetically, we've been designed to store excess calories as fat for when food is not scarce. So food is plentiful. We pack on weight. Food is scarce. We have fat stores, energy stores. Mm -hmm. 
And that was when food was pure. So it really does still come down to excess calories, no matter what the source, will still make you fat. I can't. I can't, Janice. I cannot. I'm reading it and I'm like, where, who, where, how? And there's, there are studies literally like in the Journal of Food Science that are going, actually, this is totally untrue about saponins and this isn't, you know, lectins aren't, aren't considered great for you. But like, it, oh God, I can't. I can't. I just, I'm like, this is, you gotta, you gotta think for yourself, man. Think, think for yourself. Really do your homework. And it, it just, and my point is not that I think it's bad for you. That's not what I'm saying. It's just from a glycemic. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. None. Zippo. Okay. Sorry. All right. We're back. And Kate from Utah would like to speak to you. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hi, buddy. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What's going on? Okay, so I have a question. I love listening to your show, and I've always wanted to ask you this, and I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. So basically, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on breast augmentation. I have kind of like a naturally pear-shaped body, and it's not that I want big boobs per se. I just kind of want to look more balanced. Uh-huh. So I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on that? Are there exercises you can do to nope. try to make it look more balanced? Uh-uh. No, um, there okay. are not. Well, there is no, we must, we must, we must There's increase no. our bust. I will say, you know, if you put on, in some cases, like when you gain some weight overall, you know, you some people are fortunate enough to put it on um, in their in their bust area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But But with that said... Uh, you know, n- no, uh, you, you pretty much like what you're born with is what you get unless you do decide to um, to have plastic surgery. And right. I'll be honest with you. I don't know enough about because I have not na- I've not studied it. Um, negative side effects of uh, breast augmentation. And my question would be and where I would research it, because I first of all, I'll talk about plastic surgery. Um, I think like anything in life, um, it depends on how you approach it, what you're using it for. Um, you know, anything can be, uh, mishandled. You know, there's one thing to have a drink. It's another thing to be an alcoholic, right? It's Mm -hmm. one thing Mm -hmm. to have a cookie. It's another thing to be a compulsive overeater. It's one thing to have a cosmetic procedure and it makes you feel better about yourself. It's another thing to... Have it try to heal all your childhood wounds and end up making yourself look like a creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, So, you know, for me, and I will never, ever say anything otherwise, when I was a kid, I had um, my nose done. I had an enormous nose. I got picked on all the time. I hated it. It made me self-conscious. It was not an attractive nose. Uh, I couldn't wait until I was of legal age. My mom allowed me to get my nose done. To this day, I am eternally grateful. And I am a firm believer that it made me significantly more confident, uh, significantly more attractive, which made me more confident. Um, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today because I would have been so self-conscious and insecure about my nose. So mm-hmm. you know, you can judge it, uh, you can, you can think whatever you want, but that is my reality. Now, with that said, 
Um, you know, so I'm the first one to, to not judge somebody if something is making them insecure or uncomfortable. I know people that have pinned their ears. I know people that have got their nose done. I know people that have had facelifts. I know all of that stuff. And I, you know, I have zero judgment on it. Um, I don't know, and this is the truth, I don't know what the side effects would be of putting a foreign sub, a foreign object in your body. I don't know. Um, I right. know, I will tell you that uh, my friends who, I have a lot of friends who've done it that are in fitness because they're very lean. Um, mm-hmm. And they've gotten they've gotten breast augmentation, and it doesn't affect their ability to breastfeed. It doesn't affect their ability to exercise. Um, none of that stuff. So okay. I can only speak for what I've witnessed in friends of with friends of mine. I don't know though, and I will tell you this: I have known individuals whose whose body rejected um, the implant. Okay. Uh, and this is, you know, I'm not a plastic surgeon, clearly. <laughs> so, so, th- so this is where I would say, look, if this is something that makes you so insecure and so uncomfortable and uncomfortable in the bedroom and you're just not getting past it and it's been years and years and years and years, then mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's expensive. I don't think it's very comfortable. Um, yeah. but, but if it's something that's just crippling you, on one level or another with regard to your confidence or, or you know, uh, feeling sexy or whatever it might be, then it's something to explore. Um, but I definitely don't know. And this is where you need to look into, like, complications, safety, like mm-hmm. what can go wrong? Mm-hmm. What if an imp- what if it breaks? What if it leaks? What if your body rejects it? Um, and, and, you know, research your surgeon, too, because... As you, I'm sure, are well aware, I don't know if you've ever seen that show, Botched, all are, are oh, not, yes. yeah, all are not created equal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you need to find, like, the right person to do that surgery. And even still, you know, with any surgical procedure, things can go wrong. So, you know, I, I'd be the first one to say, I'm sure your body is fine just the way it is. But you know what? Mm-hmm. A million people could have told me that about my nose. And I would have been mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, that's great. When can I make my appointment? <laughs> so, you know, it, it is what it is. Now, with, yeah. yeah, with that said, though, with the nose, like, you don't have a foreign substance in your body. So, right. So I don't know the health risks. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. with, how, how deeply is this affecting you? I mean, I've just, I've always wanted it since I was, like, 16 years old. And it's just, it's the one thing that no matter how much you work out, no matter how much you lose weight, I think everything's perfect but that. It's just. It really, it's really hard. Yeah. But at the same time, there's part of me that feels frivolous for going under the knife, you know, and possibly having complications or creating problems just because I want to look, you know, a certain way. So I don't know. Uh, I would tell you, do your homework first. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to make a decision when you don't have all the facts. Get mm-hmm. all of the facts and then make a decision. And and that means you study like all the various kinds of procedures, you know, mm-hmm. all the potential side effects of each procedure. What are the costs? Who are the best doctors? Um, yeah. I don't know if they charge for consultations. I think some do. Um, I, you know, unfortunately, I got my nose done when I was like, I think, 15 or 16. My mom paid for it. So I don't I don't uh, unfortunately, I don't I don't know. I think some do. Um, but, you know, get all the information you can and mm-hmm. then decide, like, do the pros outweigh the cons? 
Because right. it is not cheap. I know that. I know it's no, going to be and thousands you you of dollars. You don't want to go cheap on it. You got to get yeah. someone good. Yeah, it's going to easily be. I, I had my. I paid for my little sister's nose, and I think that was that was years ago. My sister, I don't know, is done too, uh, and uh-huh. it was twenty grand. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Oh wow! Hell yeah! Oh. All day long. <laughs> yeah. All day long. All day long. And by the way, oh, I mean she's. Gosh. It's night and day in her in her life. Yeah, Mama, she had a huge nose, just like me. Yeah. She did. I mean, but that's on her face. So, right. you know, but again, my yeah. point is just I'm not going to throw, I'm not, I certainly am not going to throw stones cause if it's bothering you, you know, because I'd be the first one to be like, who cares? You know, wear yeah. a push-up bra. But if it's bothering you, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. So, especially if it's been, if it's been one of those thoughts. Forever. That's the, that's the tough part. I get what Kate's yeah. saying, because when you're always... You're just always thinking about it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. there's something about that. It, it, it I don't know. It, it haunts you kind of. It's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, if it mm-hmm. makes you self-conscious. I'll always wonder about it. You always wonder. Yeah. yeah. Then, buddy, you do your homework. A lot of my friends who've done it have, have been thrilled, but it bothered the hell out of them. Yeah. It bothered them. So, yes. you know, like, I literally have had four friends do it. Four. Yeah. Because they're skinny, so they're skinny, yeah. and they and it's like they had no boobs, and it made them self conscious. Chloe right. hasn't done it, but wants to do it. She's like, when I get the money, I'm getting my boobs oh. done. I'm like, Mama, no. <laughs> it's like all she can talk about. Oh. She wants her boobs done. Wow. Yeah. And it bothers it bothers her. So. It, oh yeah. You know, and and that's that's all I would say, honey, is just do your do your homework, then weigh the mm-hmm. pros and cons, and if you and if your heart is is trending towards. Yes, you want it done, you know, then get it done and pick a great surgeon. Invest in the mm-hmm. money, take the proper amount of recovery time, treat it with the real respect and care and significance that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That helps. I wish I could tell you more. I don't know enough about the health you know, sides of it, yeah, but you know, I'm sure it's out there. the funniest part. Growing up, my mom always had big boobs and I kept waiting to mine to get big boobs <laughs> and then she actually told me they were fake when I was like 20. Oh, I love I, it. She's like, I oh, girl. I was going to get him. I'm like, wait, so when did he show up? Look at her. I mean, really? Nope. Yeah. 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 My mom had her nose done, too. Yeah. These things run in the family. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Family, family problems get passed down. <laughs> yeah. That's why my mom was like, no problem. You want to go to the surgeon? We'll go. <laughs> I mean, my go. little yeah. sister was of age. I was like, no problem. You want to go to the surgeon? We'll go to the surgeon. So, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's like... Yeah. Let us know how it goes, though. Yeah. Write us back. You don't need to send pictures or anything, but let us know how it goes. All right. All right. Close pictures, maybe. Yeah. There you go. Bathing suit shots. (laughs) Thank you, Kate. All right, sweetheart. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh Bye-bye. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to turn around and give her the, oh, you're perfect just the way you are. Bother some people. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. And if if you're always looking in the mirror. It bothers them. It bothers them. My friends who've done it are so happy. Yeah, I'm overjoyed. But 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 you just gave that to, to me. What you just told her about re- research it. Yeah, research. Do there's your so homework. there's so much stuff you can. There's so many chat. I mean, I mean, I know there's a lot of crap on the internet, but there's so many chat rooms of people who share their stories. Yeah, sure. You read someone's story. I'm sure there are plenty of studies about it too. Absolutely. Just the foreign object thing makes me nervous. I would think, but I, you know, I know for a fact. Like even stitches. Some people spit stitches. I spit stitches. What does that mean? Like. Right out the skin. My skin, my body goes, nope. Pushes them right out. Really? Yeah. I spit stitches like crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, we're, yeah. Anyway. 
anyway, there it is. Yeah, noose. All right. Well, bye-bye. Don't forget to email us your questions. We want to talk to you at jillianpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.